0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Boxstruck. I'm your host, Matt Brady. Joining me, as always, is Thomas the Motos Davis. Thomas, how are you doing today? You doing
1: fine. How about yourself?
0: I'm good. Uh, all right. Thomas and I are going to do our, it's a little late, but we've had a lot of time to do yeah. it. And that is our Destiny to review. And I, I would think, say, honestly, I would say we're not a little late because the PC one just hit. The PC one did just hit. And PC uh, yeah, the PC uh, version did hit. Touch more on the PC version But sure. with a game like Destiny You kind of actually really need to wait And see everything that kind of happens And comes out to really gauge it um, yeah. I, I also think That this isn't really a typical review I think, there's, I think you kind of have to approach this From three different viewpoints One, the game kind of as its own Two, I think it's fair to say Let's compare Vanilla Destiny Against Vanilla Destiny 2 and then kind of see where did Destiny 1 end and where did Destiny 2 begin and kind of compare those. So uh, I guess, Thomas, maybe we should go ahead and start. Should we start with a story?
1: Um, yeah, let's go ahead and start with a story. Let's go ahead and start with the spoilers. So we're going to be right. in
0: major spoiler territory here if you haven't played the game yet. But considering that Destiny 2 is already the best-selling game of this year, chances are you probably have.
1: Hopefully. So, yeah. I mean, it's worth it. It's, well, I'll say it right now. It's worth playing It is. Um, There are plenty of I have issues with the game In many respects But the gameplay itself Is absolutely solid Yep it's good Um, Um, As for the story though As for the the story well I'll say this It's
0: certainly better than the Destiny 1 Story I mm. uh... (laughs) Okay so okay Okay, that's fine. We we may have
1: uh, essentially. Well, let's give a quick overview. Uh, essentially, the story takes place after the uh, Cabal force attacks the yeah. city directly in the hopes of stealing the Traveler for and the, and its power for themselves. Uh, it, essentially, the story is your guardian going through regaining his light and leading the offensive against the Red Legion, the the nickname of the Cabal that invaded and captured the Traveler led by their leader, Gaul. Um, and the story is... So, compared to Destiny 1's story, which was more kind of like, hey, you wake up in this situation, you have no memories, you have this weird robotic companion called a ghost that is, is Peter now... Dinklage
0: and now is not.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Not really story-related, but yes. <laughs> um, but he's leading you through, and you kind of get introduced to the different... Factions fighting over your world You have the the Fallen The Cabal, the Vex the, the Hive, and then you have the Guardians that are made up by the Awoken, the Exo And the humans that have been resurrected by Ghosts mm-hmm. uh, And that one, that one felt more like It was like, hey, you're kind of Getting awake in this world Here's a bunch of story threads that we're then going to Build on, which never played out Right Uh and they did a really good job of kind of leading you through the world, introducing the different factions, building into this, building the story into the world, and kind of giving you a lot to to go with and, and lore wise. Whereas Destiny Two, it's it's a competent storyline. Like it, it has follow through. It has a beginning, a middle, and end. I would say this feels more like a. Key- I would say it, it feels like an expanded. Yep. Storyline. Yeah. Uh, like it, it felt. Uh, let me give me a second here to put this. My thoughts in the words here. Okay. So the final expansion for destiny one was right. rise of iron and it didn't feel complete. Right. It felt really, really rushed through. It felt like it felt like a potentially interesting story that wasn't told properly. I think it was like, Eight missions. Yes. Yeah. Not, not even that. Right. They, well, but. Destiny 2 feels like a competent storyline told completely. Right. Like, it's not super interesting, and it doesn't go any, any unusual places. It's really safe and kind of dull and makes it all the way through without incident. hmm I mean, it... it uh, it works as a good story, it, as a functional storyline. It has its moments, but it felt like there was a lot of things they could have done done with it, a lot of places they could have explored, and a lot of like storylines they could have had flowing off of that that never played out. Right. Like the idea that everyone, everyone was thinking of when we first heard this, like, oh, Goll is going to capture the traveler, and we're going to lose our light, and we got to regain it. Maybe this will explain more about like what the Traveler is, or, or the interactions between Guardians and the Traveler, or like what is the light. None of that actually plays out. Not a fucking thing. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it is like, every question you had going into Destiny 2 was not fucking answered. Every yeah. question you had at the end of Destiny 1 remains unanswered. Yeah, I'll actually go ahead and say, in terms <sighs>
0: of I think the difference for me is that it's of the expansions and of every every story that we've gotten. This one is certainly told the best in that like it's not like Destiny One was like you know was I disagree all all over the place and I was like wait you're going here and you're going here well, let's add this and I said and it kind of depends on when you started Destiny One. Um, yeah, because for me it was like okay, well I started around House of Wolves, so it was like okay, wait, I'm do these missions. Well, no, you got to go do these ones and these, and like it just didn't. You know, oh. they they kind of they yeah. changed it. I think when was it maybe when or uh, orcs or taking King came out, and then they were like, well, let's kind of put them in like their own threads and you like the missions. Yes, And so, like it was. It it- became, Let's That's we're gonna because, streamline
1: these quest lines, I guess, if you want to call it. Which well, I mean, taken Take King was just a massive expansion, whereas whereas right. uh, House of Wolves and The Dark Below were more of like they're 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 smaller they were smaller little like story sets. Yeah, that
0: also, well, also had a well, even badge. still even still they were all. Um, I thought House of Wolves was pretty sweet, like just the the story itself. Um, so I, mean, I don't think Destiny Two's story, like, like in terms of plot, is super great. I just think no. obviously the way it's presented um, is a little bit better, just because there's more
1: cutscenes, which like it, didn't exist. That's and like, that's just it. Like I said, yeah. it's it's a competent storyline told completely. Yeah. Like it, it's like it's not the most interesting, but it makes it there. Yeah. Whereas Destiny One. The best storyline in Destiny One was, without a doubt, uh, the Taken King. Yeah, that was a complete storyline that had a bunch of stuff, kind of like questions raised in the beginning that get answered as you go through. With some major exceptions, yeah, of course. Which always felt like, oh, we're gonna get back to that, and that never played out. But then again, Destiny One shit doesn't play out.
0: Uh, I mean, like we still have yet to see the. Stranger again.
1: I like. I know. I know. (laughs) We talked about it a little bit in our Destiny One retrospective, but like that is, if you could say anything, you could walk away with anything from Destiny One. It would be that storyline is never getting finished. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Probably. Um, And and, like, it's really, and I feel like part of the reason why that was much more excusable in Destiny One is because of, because of something that Destiny 1 had that Destiny 2 doesn't have, and I think is worse for it, that being the Grimoire. Yeah. So essentially, it, to be honest, Destiny 1, Destiny 1 implemented Grimoire terribly. So it grim, the, what the Grimoire was was essentially a series of cards that, as you played through and scanned stuff or collected different exotic weapons or killed so many enemies, it would unlock these Grimoire cards. And these cards would give you a bit of backstory on the world, or explain I mean, some stuff. A lot of little story. Yeah. There was there was a lot of tons. Yeah, there's all sorts of little stories, little tidbits, ex- explanations of like various entities. Like the Vex aren't combat models; they're all general purpose. Their weapons are actually tools used for communication. Right. It's just that happen to also be able to use them as weapons. And it's like, oh, that's really interesting, but. In order to view any of this stuff, you had to go through the app for yeah, some or, reason, or go to like their website, go to the Bungie website, or go to the Bungie website, which was completely just like you had to go looking for all this really neat story stuff. Yeah, and that just seems they kind like, of that's just well, well, they kind like of, an enormous oversight.
0: Like it how does. How, is the, how, do you, how can you not just access that? Like,
1: well. <laughs> they decided that because the biggest complaint was grimoire, nobody used cares about grimoire is mostly because it was hidden. It was actually really interesting stuff, and everybody yeah. who is into the lore, oh, it's liked sweet. The stories like, it's they told, really cool. Yeah, they're really cool little stories. Yeah. Instead of saying like, I don't know, oh, well, let's go ahead and add a grimoire section to the story, like we can, or to the UI, or, or like add a little menu options, like explore the universe, blah blah blah, and had some fancy ui elements in there they decided to just rip grimoire completely out and i can understand why they did it and i think they're fucking idiots what they replaced it with is so in taken king they added the ability for the ghost to scan little bits of the world and give you some information back be like oh hey that's weird this thing is currently you know transmitting this signal and it would give you a little blurb about it and it was like okay that's kind of cool it was used fairly sparing- sparingly throughout Destiny One, which was a shame, and they did the right thing by including a lot more of that. Uh, except that's all you get, and frankly, at plenty of times, that's just not really enough. Like there are plenty of stuff you could scan for extra story in Destiny Two that gives you like just the hint of an interesting thread that you could follow up on and. There's no way to follow up on it. Like, yeah. on Titan, uh, there's a console where you scan it and your ghost is like, huh, that's weird. This place, apparently this place was trading with a, with some, uh, a colony uh, they called Hyperion that's, wow, that's really far out there. And you're just like, fucking explain it! <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> what do you mean? How, are we talking outside the solar system? Do we actually leave? I mean, we're already pretty far out here. How much further is there? Um, and it's just, it's right on the edge of having that kind of living world backstory without actually taking the time to build it. Mm. -hmm.
0: Yeah. To me, it seems like, and this is kind of destiny in a nutshell. It seems like there's a lot of people that come up with a bunch of really cool ideas and everyone's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. we'll We'll add that, we'll add that, we'll add that. And then they've realized, Oh, Hey, yeah, we're not actually going to like finish all these
1: ideas, but they're kind of here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that that does sound like destiny one. Yep. It, and destiny two kind of feels like a little more story-wise feels more like a reaction to that where it's like, Oh, we need stability. We need to make sure we're crossing all our T's and dotting all of our eyes. And on one hand, that's, that's fine. On the other hand, Cool. That's not enough. Yep. I mean, it doesn't. I. I like. It doesn't help that Destiny One had all of that drama over their lead writer and leaving because right. the story was apparently too much like Halo. Thanks, Alpha players. Yeah. Uh, or QA QA players. Or whoever the fuck was he, putting know, in that complaint.
0: I, I say, though it didn't. It doesn't really feel like Halo to me. Like. I. I, I mean, I guess I, I guess I can see it if people are like talking about it, but like, I, I guess know. when the I, when story I sat, was when I sat down to play Borderlands for the first time, I was like, oh, this is like gameplay wise, I was like, oh, this is like Halo meets Call of Duty, like, and then like ever since then, that's been like how a lot of games have done it because Halo was always okay, you could recharge your shields, and Call of Duty was always like you just died, right? But yeah. then like Halo was always okay to zoom in. You gotta like tap the stick, whereas Call of Duty was like, okay, you can like pull the trigger, aim down the sights. And Borderlands kind of like mixed that. And so like to me, Halo or Destiny was always is always is like, oh, this feels a lot like Borderlands.
1: I would say I would say Destiny just feels like an updated version of Halo with superpowers. That's that's honestly what it feels like to me, and
0: and that's because in Border in Borderlands, you get like everybody has their own special abilities.
1: Yeah, but frankly, Borderlands as a control scheme felt really bad to me. Oh, really? Not bad. It felt... It didn't feel fluid. Yeah. It felt like it was... It felt like it was Fallout 4. It was was an RPG masquerading as a first-person shooter. Yeah. Uh, Destiny 2 and Destiny feel exactly what I want out of... Like a halo, a game with Halo's pedigree. It feels like Halo with more sensible controls. Yeah. Okay. So um, talk. Let's talk. Let's. Uh, so I guess since we're moving into controls. Let's just go in that direction. Yeah, let's
0: just go in game. Let's go. Let's go into gameplay. Uh, so
1: Destiny Two is the ideal. Like I would. I mean, there's some major. Is some. I would say kind of major issues, but for the most part, it's the ideal continuation of Destiny One. Yeah, I Like, they don't fuck with what works, mm -hmm. and they add things that make sense. Yeah,
0: and I will say this. The biggest change I've felt is that Destiny 1, so when you pop into Crucible, right, say I get 20 kills. And again, this changed over time depending on what the meta was, but let's just say, let's just throw an average out there of 20 kills. All right, if I got 20 kills in a game of Crucible... Maybe five of those were from a gun. And then I'd get, you know, maybe four or five from a super. And then, you know, like another four or five from grenades and like your melee ability, whatever that was. So you were never really getting that much like actual gunplay kills. And that is the biggest thing I've felt is different in Destiny 2. Whereas because they've toned down the abilities and supers, it's much more about gun types
1: which I like a lot. So, I mean, my experience with Crucible is it feels like abilities were downplayed, not necessarily supers. In fact, I would say if anything, I I, I get where you're going. I would would say if anything, supers got a bit of a buff. Yeah. It's just that with only four people, you don't see somebody wiping up out a team of six because there's no such thing anymore
0: yeah yeah no, no, no i i yeah i i I see what you're going with it there, yeah, yeah, that's probably true because, like you get like now with Golden Gun,
1: you can get like six shots, yeah, so, you get six shots, yeah. but you can only shoot four people, right? So right. at the same time, it doesn't feel like you're getting as many kills with it, but you're still wiping out an entire team yeah. I, I like supers supers are still absolutely devastating, oh, for sure, uh, abilities are very much the opposite, yeah, like where which I'm, it, you, which I'm fine with. Yeah, that's fine. But like, it's kind of disappointing when you when coming from Destiny 1 where you're like, you're hucking, you're sticking somebody with a grenade and it only blows through like their shields and a quarter of their health. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, I expected that to actually kill a man. Uh, whoops. Yeah. Now I'm dead because that was my last ditch Hail Mary against the dude chasing me with a shotgun. Uh, that being said, Shotguns and sniper rifles now are considered power weapons. So yeah, what that okay. means is that they're the third tier of weapon. The Which tiers I have been changed am
0: 100 fine with. I actually really like. Okay. I actually really like the weapon system now, where you just have the power weapons, and then you have
1: you have um, you have kinetic, you have energy, and then you have power weapons. Kinetic and energy are your. Auto rifles, pulse rifles, scout rifles, sidearms, hand cannons, and the new submachine gun class, which is great or terrible depending on what range you're at. If you're at medium or long range, it's terrible. If you're at short or medium range, it's amazing. Uh, that aside, like those are they can you can show those can show up. These are either kinetic, which is your you know primary weapon. You get the primary white ammo for it. It doesn't do any. Element damage just does regular damage, mm-hmm. or as a energy weapon, which you know you get your green boxes for that does elemental damage. It'll blow up enemy uh, NPC shields or I guess PVE shields uh, if you match the colors. Makes everything all wonderful and great. And uh, then you get your power weapons, which are your purples, and those are your rocket launchers, your grenade launchers, which is an amazing type. Of weapon that they added, and I yes. love them
0: absolutely yes. so much. Absolutely love grenade launchers. Great uh, yeah. addition. Although I will say yeah. I do miss heavy machine guns. Sorry, we had some technical difficulties there, and anyway, we're back. Uh, yeah, so power weapons.
1: Yeah, so they removed the heavy machine gun from well, not from the game. Right, there is a heavy machine gun in the game. It is an exotic called Sweet Business. It is a kinetic weapon, and it is hilarious. Yes, uh it is one of my favorite guns in that game because it it has like uh a slow like it, it feels like a chain gun, it has that slow build up into a really high rate of fire and just throws ammunition downrange yeah, and uh, I' have yet to get it unfortunately oh, but it's okay. someday you will be a very happy person, but I not, will, yeah not this week uh, <laughs> which we'll get into later but. Yes, <laughs> there there are loot woes in this game. Heavy weapons. Uh, there are, like they added the fusion rifle, the sniper rifle, the heavy the shotgun, and honestly, they could not have made a better choice about that. Yes, yeah, I'm ha- so I'm so
0: glad that it's not just getting running around getting sniped, running around getting shotgunned every two seconds. I mean, even still when it happens, I'm still like, God, I hate those guns. But it's not like before where it was just miserable.
1: Yeah. And, like, that is one thing about Destiny 1's Crucible is, like, there was a meta. Mm-hmm. And that meta was sliding with shotguns. Yep. And then they decided, for some reason, Titans needed an arm piece that buffed them when they were using shotguns. Yep. Uh, but, in, in any case, like, having them as power weapons, I'm, blo- I'm a lot more willing to forgive shotguns in any sort of PvP setting. Like, yeah,
0: especially like, because of the way they handle heavy ammo now Right where yeah. you have to, if They're like those small little pods and you just get like a handful Of shots but you can get them throughout the game As opposed to everybody racing to heavy ammo
1: mm-hmm. um, And I only do. one person can get it At a time so you're not yeah. dealing with a whole Team of heavy ammo unless you Really really mess up on your placement <laughs> Yeah <laughs> uh, if you Which really... definitely has happened On a couple of occasions where it's just like Oh I guess the entire team has heavy Now whoops Yeah, yep. But even then, like at that point, you're just like, well, that sucks. Time to move on. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so so, let's, uh, so Crucible, so far, do you think you like it better with the four players
1: and the changes they've made, or do you think you like Destiny 1's Crucible? Which- uh, it's hard to say. Like On one hand, a lot of the changes they made were really, really good. Uh, on the other, not having... or having two playlists... That you don't yeah. have any control over the modes you're playing kind of sucks. Yep. I'm with you on uh, that. Then having, it, like, it makes sense in some ways, but at the same time, it's like, I don't want to play, like, whatever game mode we're playing four times in a row. Just let me choose what I want to yep. do. Um, the four man, I kind of go back and forth on. Yeah, part of me, it
0: likes it because I think that having a smaller teams, there's a little more like tactics involved, but it kind of makes jumping into a match where you're playing with randoms a little bit worse. Yeah. Um, just because like if you end up playing a team that's working together, like you're just getting screwed. Um, yeah. But when you're playing with four people, it's a hell of a lot of fun. And it's a lot yeah. easier to get four people together than it is to get
1: six. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it kinda does. Did, it yeah. it does also make it harder though if you have five people. Yep. To find something to do in the game, which yep. kind of sucks.
0: Yeah. It seems like I mean the biggest thing about Destiny Two is it seems like they tried a lot of different things. Like in general, like hey, we're going to try some different yeah. things, and some things have been better, and some things have not been better.
1: Like they changed. They actually changed how some of the game modes work. Like control. Control is no longer hold points or hold. Points get points it's now yep. Hold points then Kills you make while you're Holding points will give you more points The more control points you Hold Yep. so Hold one you'll get one point per Kill hold two you get two points per Kill hold three you get three points per kill Yep I don't like that
0: Yeah I don't know if I mind it or
1: not Um I, well I don't like That specifically because Uh it Kind of control was always about dominating points to to like holding a position and then attacking a position. Yep. Now it feels more like a scramble to capture as much as you can, so you, so it's easier for you to annihilate the enemy team.
0: Yep. Yeah. So you have advantage, and then you can just kind of sit around and yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I do. I think I do like uh, deathmatch a little bit more or clash in this game um with four people Clash um, feels better with four people.
1: I will admit that. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's I a smaller think
0: again, play playfield. Again, that also comes into the fact that you're just not getting grenade killed and like shotgun killed 24/7. Um,
1: yeah, like uh, yeah, that's exactly it. How many how much of that is because it's four people per team yeah. and how much is that just because power weapons are a yeah. thing.
0: Yeah, like I'm sure at some point we will get a six person we will get a six on six multiplayer in that and mode. And that's really going to be the deciding like, okay, because right now I, how much of it is, well, is because of the way they changed it or because it's four and four. Yeah. It's, okay. I, I think it's kind of hard to tell.
1: Honestly, like I, I do, I will say I have a lot less problems with crucible in yeah. destiny two than I did in destiny one. Yep. Um,
0: and, my big yeah, I think I think generally I would say I like it a little bit more, but I think it has mostly to do has most to do with just the lack of ability kills and shotgun kills, and just it's much more about primary kills. I guess I think for me that's what I generally li- that's what I like a little bit more. I don't know with the four people if I like that better or not. But I will say ha- playing four people does kind of change the way you have to play some of these modes, like. Supremacy with 4 people,
1: I think the maps are too big. Like, I think the maps are too big in several cases. Yeah. Just in general. Like they got some really nice like close quarters maps and then they have a couple that do not make sense. No, They're not not for way not, too not long. Not for
0: four, not for 4 people. Like Supremacy with 4 people like god, it just seems like the matches take forever. Like so often I feel like the matches are going to the time limit and like in Destiny 1 like I never so, I mean you you would see it but it would be so rare that you would see a match that actually went to the time limit as opposed to the score limit. Whereas in this, it's kind of the opposite. I feel like a lot of the times I see things go to time rather than go to the
1: score. Oh yeah. Like and on one hand that kind of like I'm okay with that. It means that it, it can either mean that things are balanced a lot better or it's too hard to just do the objective, yeah. Um, like I know a couple of maps that I absolutely hate playing. Uh, the the newest map they are the newest map they added was a uh, kind of a come bring back from the first game. Uh, I want to say it was of time. yeah, sure as the time yeah, which I loved uh, in Destiny one. I loved in Destiny one. I don't quite care for it in Destiny two. It's a little too big. Yeah, it's a little too big.
0: It's a little too big. And see, that's the thing. Again, it's also with six people, what ends up happening is like people, like you kind of know, like there's certain zones, right? And you know, like certain people are going to be in those zones. And so with four people, it ends up being like, I don't know. It's just, it just feels weird. Cause like that map specifically. So like, if you are, I think it was like a, right. So you'd have Mm -hmm. A, Which was like in the in the little cave And then you'd have C Which is like in the other cave But it's more in that open area Like in that yeah, open area was there like The all-
1: cave entrance and then yeah. there was the Deep cave and then there was the Platform the platform right but
0: so you'd have, you'd have that space In between the, like B and C And there's like that like almost like A fallen pillar or something that like you'd Always know that there'd be snipers back there Yeah um But so now it's just like with only four people, it's kind of like I don't really know what's going on. Cause then there's like that tunnel right on the way to the B, if you're like Mm. sweeping around the far side. And like that was always like, okay, you can like that's a great place to stick grenades and stuff like that. But now people don't push at it. So you're just getting different angles and stuff, and maybe I just haven't played it enough. Just feel I mean, it's not even
1: it's not even like just about different angles. That map is simply too large for 4 people, yeah. For 4 people. Like 6 people it was I won't say perfect, but it was a lot closer to optimal. Yeah. Like this feels like they upgraded the graphics because it definitely looks different. Yeah. Like and they looks changed, yeah. it changed, yeah. It definitely looks better. But as for the actual map itself, it didn't feel like they rebuilt it with the idea of four player or four like eight player crucible right. matches in mind. Yeah, they were still rolling off of that twelve man game, and yeah, I think it. I think it really shows. Yeah, uh, that and the Emperor's the map for the uh, the Cabal yeah. Emperor one yeah. or whatever. I don't remember what it's called, but the uh, new, that yeah, one's a newer one. Yeah, that one's also like a map where I swear to God the map maker was thinking twelve people.
0: Yep,
1: because so it's you, huge. You for know what I no really good
0: what, what I really want them to do is just give us twelve people. Things, but make it three teams of four. No,
1: I think that no, 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 not
0: not like not for standard crucible, but like if that was like a special event or something, I think that would be awesome. I
1: three man three (laughs) way battles sounds good until you're actually playing them. I don't know, man. I think it's sweet. No, dude, it is a different beast to actually play those sorts of games, like it works in small. And I'm talking like two man teams, small like things, because then at least at that point you're all like, all right, I got me and my buddy and we're sticking together. Whereas when you get beyond like two, three people per team, you kind of get into the clusterfuck area. Yeah. Where as soon as all three fat hit, nobody knows what's going on anymore. Yeah. It's just chaos. It's like mayhem. And that's, See that's the thing mayhem was just I mean I'm talking about the game game mode Mayhem was essentially just hey Here's your super fast recharge rate Go have fun and and heavy ammo Immediately and whereas three People uh, three factions fighting each other Four man each sounds Like a shitty time (laughs) Yeah I don't know Um, Okay let's Move on to loot I guess Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, there are also a bunch of mechanics they kind of added, general quality of life stuff like uh, mount uh, like mounting things is pretty nice. Makes those uh, long hail mary jumps a little easier.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um,
1: think that was a great. That's like one of the biggest. It's like such a small little thing, but it drastically makes the game so much more enjoyable. uh, The ability to just go to another planet without having to go to orbit first is also super nice. Let's let's. That's just like, there's a bunch of little quality of life things that make a lot of sense. Yeah. The one thing that I thought made sense until I really started kind of having to go through the grind is the way they've set up their loot system this time. Mm -hmm. I like it and I fucking hate it. Yeah.
0: I'll say this. I kind of, when, when three of coins came out, because before it was like the random, completely random, what guns you would get, right? Exotics. Yeah, and so that like kind of sucked because like I don't know it was kind of a hit or miss because like when you finally got something to drop, it was like oh thank God I've been grinding for this forever and I got it. Yeah, but then at the same time, like people would go through the game without ever getting a gun, right? Like so. People, oh yeah, like, like, one, I you know, never got Icebreaker, right? You never never got, got Icebreaker. Gun. Nope. Yeah, um, never did. I never got Gallahorn. Yeah, like, um, or at least in, until you could do the mission for it. Right, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I got it in year one they sold it like last weekend of the game or something. Uh before Taken King came out. Like yeah. they sold
1: they sold Sir did. I um, fucking got an icebreaker, not single one kills um, me.
0: So and then Three of Coins came out, and then when Three of Coins came out, I was kind of like, okay. Like I didn't know if I really liked it because then it was like, okay, now getting exotics is like too easy.
1: Um and so that That got balanced, though, and it became like it reached the middle ground where popping three coins didn't mean you were guaranteed an exotic. But it meant you had a better chance of getting one, which was nice because you didn't have to spend hours and hours and hours grinding out strikes just to get something. Right.
0: Um, The way they do it now, I think that you kind of just get them more often is a little bit better. That's Um,
1: fine. That is not where I have my problem. Oh, okay. Like, the, the the so exotics dropping out of public events just randomly is absolutely wonderful, and I love it because it's like now this field we're getting more into like the Diablo three, Diablo two territory of legendaries drop, exotics drop. It yeah. doesn't matter. Like like when you see them, you get excited because you're like, fuck yeah, I got an exotic. I wonder what it's gonna be. This is gonna be great. Uh, whereas Destiny one was more of like. Oh god, I finally got an exotic. Please god let it be something I can use. No fuck, it's another goddamn one of these. Yeah. Uh, and so having having exotics drop out of public events is wonderful. The, my big problem with uh, the Destiny syst- uh, the loot system in Destiny 2 actually comes from the vendors. So right, Where are you going? The vendors, so the way they did uh, Destiny 2's vendors is now whenever you complete an event, depending on what planet you're on or what current event is, like uh, if you're playing Iron Banner or doing the new faction, uh, whatever, faction hustle, whatever it's called, um, you get coins. And these are, you get a different coin for each planet and a different coin for each event. And then you can trade these into a vendor to get a legendary engram, which you can then open right then and there and get your fancy legendary goods. I thought I really, really liked this because it was like, oh, hey, you don't have to grind for gear as hard anymore. Now you're just doing coins and you're, you know, you get your gear. And now I'm kind of regretting thinking that because now I'm really fucking bored. Yep. It's gotten, it, like, there is a happy medium for, for loot grind games. Yeah. And, the, and and there is. Like, yeah. and the don't other thing I'll say is that,
0: and this is something you just ran into during the Iron Banner, is that, bef- like, before, you could, like, at least buy, like, one piece of gear or something from them. Yeah. Like, you could buy, that like, that's set that, yeah and you, can you, and you buy can't do that anymore. You have to. Even, yeah, yeah, you, you have to rely on
1: getting an RNG drop, which is really, really great. When my character seems to only get guns, and yeah. I'm not even joking, I traded in like a good five, six engrams to Saladin, and he only gave me guns—not a single piece of armor, not even like the shitty extra stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> because there's there's essentially two tiers of, of armors, or two tiers of gear that you can get from the vendors. You can get A piece from their selection, uh, and each vendor has their own selection of special gear that you can get only from that vendor. And then, or you can get a piece of gear from a rotating list of stuff that every vendor has, which kind of just adds to the frustration. Like it's it's really easy to get gear; it's not easy to get gear you want. Want. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, right there with you on that. Like it, it, like uh, as I was saying before, there is a happy medium for loot game where you don't want a player to get really powerful gear super, super easy because then they have no inclination to keep playing. They don't care. They got their shit. They're gone. They're done. They're bored Uh, too hard. And you reach, you kind of go into the opposite where they're bored, not because they have everything they're bored because they can't get anything because it's so hard. Like the Diablo three problem where their legendary items were so hard to get. That when you finally got one, you were really, really excited until you realized they were absolutely worthless. Yep. And like people would spend literally just hours and hours and hours grinding for a single piece of gear. Fortunately, that's not a problem in Destiny 2. The problem is the is the the former where it's just too easy. Yeah, like, I will I say this. I will say this though. Playing, I stopped yeah. playing after Iron Banner because. It's like, well, there's no event going on, and there's no reason to keep playing until the next event happens. And even then, I'm not sure I'm going to play. Yeah. Um, like, Destiny 2's fun, but it's a loot game, first and foremost.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, again, you know, it's just, they better, they better be pushing that next expansion fast, because...
1: Right? There's, like, there's, like I said, it's a loot really, game. There's but a there's, yeah, loot there's not really a lot to do. Exactly, um, and if that's, that is definitely the biggest issue with Destiny 2, is once again, there is not enough to do. They definitely rolled things out correctly this time, by like, hey, this week we're going to have this going on, we're going to go ahead and go into the Nightfall in the next week, then we're going to move on to the Raid, then we're going to move on to the Faction Rally, that's what it is, Faction Rally, then we're going to move into Iron Banner, and then it was like, hey... This is how you should be rolling this out. And then we hit that point where it's like, oh, there's nothing else. There's nothing else.
0: Yep. No, I will say this. Um about we saw it coming, one of the things, does. one of the things that they did, and this is as we we've talked about this a lot, is that Destin, like Bungie really, for some reason, they miss on like big, huge stuff. That's like, how did you miss that? But then they're just so good about all the small little details like we've as we said with destiny one it just like quality of life progressively got better oh um, yeah and like one of the things like in this game like we no longer have to like build our guns up to see how good they're gonna be like you get yeah. right from the get go armor and guns are like okay they're set
1: to go like and in this one it progresses all the curve is a lot nicer for progression because it's not like in destiny one you hit like a limit for each expansion where it's like, oh, you're getting gear, you're getting gear, you're getting gear, you're getting gear, and then you're not getting anything unless you're doing very specific events you can only do once a week and then you'll get like an extra couple levels of light each time right. towards your ultimate goal of way the fuck higher. This didn't have that problem. I haven't hit maximum light, but I'm within spitting distance. Right. In, than I, was, I have been since the second week. There were people running around four hundred light first week, and yeah. it's just or three hundred or whatever the I think whatever. it was three hundred. Yeah, I think it was three hundred. I think it is three hundred. Yeah, it's like, yeah. The, the, but people were running around to that maximum light first week. It's like, why? Like the first the, the the like the first grind was a lot worse, but it was a lot I would say better balanced for that level of loot. But like you were sure you had to do specific events each week to get that extra light levels. But you had to do those events. You had to go through it. Now you're just grinding shit out and grinding shit out and keep getting handed the loot that you would otherwise have to work for. Yep. Um, um,
0: and you know, another thing I want to just, talk about here, uh, I thought I was going to like it better. I almost kind of liked the bounty system. Because yeah. Because I was like the the way we have to do it now where you have to like go into like the directory to see is kind of annoying.
1: Yeah, I mean that's kind of annoying. On the plus side it's all right there. Like yeah. it's just don't have to I mean it got a lot nicer in Destiny when you could pin bounties to your hud and you can just yeah. open, like pull out your ghost and see your bounties but before that you had to do the exact same thing. Yeah. Well the other Only thing Only you was, had to go to the tower to get them, and then you had to go to the tower for a long time to turn them in. Oh, God. So, I do like challenges slightly better than the original bounty system. Well,
0: one of the things I liked about the bounties, and I guess this isn't necessarily the bounties, um, it was kind of part of it, was you could see your reputation with that group or whatever. So now it's just like, well, I have 10 coins, I hope that's enough.
1: That that yeah. was that was added in a revision of the bounty page, though. Yeah, like that. That was that was not that was the, an addition. That was a quality of life addition. But that does touch on another thing: is that a lot of the quality of life additions for HUD management and faction management and all that other wonderful stuff are absolutely missing. Yep. I, mean, yeah, just, I just it's just like okay, they don't really yeah, matter. I mean, yeah, there is no there is no leveling the faction, but at the same time, it's like. It doesn't. It feels like some semblance of information is missing. Yeah, I mean, you do you do level up your faction in order to get a, a like a, a a loot or engram, um, but that doesn't really feel like it's that important,
0: right? Because at least like in Taken King, when they added the exotic. Or was it Taken King when they added this in? I think it was. Yeah, Taken King when they added the exotic like faction gear that you had to like. Oh, you got to hit this. this oh
1: yeah, yeah. to like like, that. like it gave you a reason to do it, and it
0: was kind of bragging rights. Like I think I finished Destiny One with like over two hundred, um, like uh engram rank. Like like it was yeah. like insane. I mean, yeah,
1: I mean it. It's it. It feels like it's missing. It's not actually missing. That's the thing. not. We like, just don't know what it is. It feels like it feels like something important should go somewhere important. Yeah, it, it's just there. There is a void. Yeah, somewhere in Destiny Two, in in like the general gameplay mechanics, that is desperately needing to be filled, and I have no fucking clue what it is, and yeah. it's really it's just, frustrating. Yeah, it, you're right. It just it's something.
0: It's, it's something. Something's missing, and I don't know what it is. It's. I think it is. I think it's just.
1: I think it. I think it really is just overall like back, like progression. Yeah, like it doesn't feel like you are progressing in Destiny Two so much as yeah. you're just even, being handed shit. Because yeah, even something like that,
0: like, did it matter that my Vanguard rank or my whatever rank was my Engram rank was like over two hundred? No, but it was just like you constantly felt like you were. You're like, oh well, I'm really close to getting my next piece of gear. Like whether you're probably getting. Get rid of it, but it was just like that subtle reminder that you're close. It's like, well, I might as well finish, right? Yeah, and so you keep playing. It's that, it's you know, it's just, it's that uh, I can't think of the word, but it, it grat- gratific- it's like the instant gratification type of a thing, right? Like, it's just like, yeah, it's like, well, I might, well, okay, I gotta hit the next rank, gotta do this, gotta do that, and that's gone.
1: Maybe is, not instant gratification. It's, it's the lack of instant gratification. It is like you this game, have yeah, yeah. to work. Yeah, like you know, in this game, it's all about instant gratification, and then it kind of it becomes a more hollow experience because of that. Because this one, it, it isn't like, oh, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. It's like I'm just gonna go to Titan and grind for a while, and then maybe I'll get a helmet I want. Nope, I just got 17 fucking guns. I'm just done for Destiny with Destiny two for today. I'm done. And it's just. I don't know. I I really like playing Destiny 2. I do not like to play Destiny 2. Yeah. I I think that's what it really comes down to is yeah. like and the game feels really good to play. It just it doesn't reward you for playing it. Yeah. And
0: the thing is is like, man, there's just there's so many things that they've done so well. Like I'm just thinking, like like strikes are not strikes, but um, public events like patrols are fun now. Like you see people running around, like oh, I could just jump from here to there and like get like getting the heroic strike or the heroic uh, public event to like trigger and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's just like wow, patrols are actually fun to play now. Um, there's only a handful of strikes, um, but they're okay. I mean, I'm not like. I don't really like love them or anything, but I like that some of them have like little mini raid mechanics. Um,
1: yeah. It, there are a lot like, of general, really
0: it's, neat touches. You're, you're right. It's like, it's like a good it, game. I like it, but I just don't feel compelled to, play. like I spent over a thousand hours in destiny one.
1: Oh yeah. Destiny one like, consumed my time.
0: Destiny one consumed literally the summer of my life. I mean, I was playing, as we ezra and i talked about in our destiny one review it was like literally there was a summer where i was playing destiny like it was it was like i was in college and i was literally just it i was playing destiny working out lost a ton of weight and i played destiny for like eight hours every day and now i'm like okay i play destiny like once a week
1: Yeah. yeah like i i literally haven't touched it since iron banner because i'm just like i'm done yeah, and I know
0: like um, part of it. I mean, part of it is maybe it's just because I'm like oh, I'm a little bit busier now. You know, I'm like I got a like full time job and stuff like that. But at the same time, I'm just like I just don't really feel compelled to play it.
1: Like I'm less busy than when Destiny One came out. And I just I don't care. <laughs> yeah, like but,
0: I, actually, I actually jumped into Crucible for for a bit before before we started playing this, and I was
1: like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like it really, it just absolutely feels good. It feels. Like, like they they paid attention to every little little detail of playing the game, like running around, jumping, shooting, all of that feels. Yeah. And even ideal. other
0: stuff too, like the the way they've done clans now are are a lot better. Yeah.
1: The addition of clan systems and the way they've implemented it feels really smart. Like they they have a, a system where essentially every completion of an activity gets you clan experience, and that clan experience goes towards. Your care, like uh, towards your clan that levels up your clan for each season, which I guess they're now kind of getting into what an actual season is, right? Um, which I guess each season will have different gear from different vendors. So if you missed out on the Hun gear for Iron Banner, get it because the next time it comes around, otherwise you won't be able to get it again. Thanks, Bungie. Yep. Uh, but. Like like you get experience towards upgrading your clan banner, which will give you different kind of perks for being in that clan. So like you'll get glimmer every time you get an en- bonus glimmer, every time you get an engram or you'll get, you know, better engrams or so on and so forth as you level up. Uh, and then everybody contributes to this. But on top of that, you get basic rewards for completing certain milestones every week. So, like, you get if you max out your character's uh, contributions to the guild rank. So you'd only get a certain amount of XP each week for your guild. But if you hit that, you get an engram. If you complete a strike with so with the fire team consisting of your clanmates, you get another engram. If you complete a, cru- a couple crucible games with Half the team being your clanmates, you get in it. So they're just, they're just handing you all sorts of rewards for being the clan and actively participating with your clanmates, which is great. That's really smart. If it, yeah, it's, the it's game fun. didn't, it's, it's a great way to do it. Yeah, yeah. If the game didn't already hand you loot at every turn, I would be absolutely in love with that system. Oh, for sure. But like, there's just. On a, a like everything new they threw at that game in big scope terms, like the way they produce, put put out uh, played out the story, the story itself, um the way they're handling handling loot, the way they're handling crucible, everything feels like a mist. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Well, like, I don't know. It's just it's it's weird. Like it, it was. It's it seems like one of those things where it. it Sounded a lot better on paper than it has been in practice. Yeah.
0: And it's Um, a good game. Like, it's not like it's bad. It's
1: It's just like, it's just,
0: I don't know. Destiny 1. It is. Destiny 1. Like, I never felt, I mean, I felt like it took me till year three. I think it was just because Rise of Iron was just like.
1: The Rise of Iron. There just wasn't a lot of cutting room for. And I'd also been
0: playing for like three years, and I think I finally hit a wall. And I was like, "Okay, I think I'm yeah. good on Destiny." And, and but like, like, but Destiny two, but Destiny two, like I mean, it was like every expansion of Destiny one, like even if I like going into taking King, okay, I stopped playing for like a couple weeks. Taking King came out, boom! I mean, I hit it hard, and then we got like an update, boom! I'd hit it hard for like months. This, I'm oh, like, yeah. nah, I'm good. Like,
1: yeah. Like, it is, and it's, it's just e- one of those just, situations. Yeah. There's just, like,
0: there's so much stuff that it's just, like, in Destiny 1, I think, this is what I'm thinking now, is, like, so you had the faction rep, and then you had the grimoire. There were just constant reminders of, like, you progressing in, like, everything. Oh, yeah. Like, it was just like, oh, I want to get my Varus rank up so I can get that gear. Even if it's gear you don't like, and it was just there were so many different vendors all over the place that you were, like, constantly ranking up all these people. Um,
1: but that's the thing. We were constantly kind of progress. There was a constant feeling of progression. There was a constant like yep. forward momentum. Whereas destiny two is like a forward glide. Once you start sliding, you don't stop sliding, but it doesn't feel like you're working at anything. You are just coasting along until you hit in any sort of artificial ball which is more like an artificial speed bump because you just go over it and then you're right back at the same pre- pace like yeah. a lot of people complain that like oh i've stopped finding i think it was like 2 at 265 i've stopped finding gear for that would get me to the next level until i find that one piece that brings them above like 268 or something like that and then they're right back on the glide yep and it's just it's so disappointing yeah. Like, and, and I'm not saying like disappointing from like a you know step back Bungie. This game is disappointing. I'm like, it's a disappointing feeling to get to the end of the game so quickly and not feel like you've done anything.
0: Yep. So okay. <laughs> so do you think, do you think Vanilla Destiny Two is better
1: than Vanilla Destiny One? God no. Okay. For all of the shit I will give Destiny One Vanilla, the terrible frustrating grind the absolute like the the storyline was great like it wasn't it wasn't a coherent storyline but it was a storyline to get you involved in a larger world uh the grind while frustrating and absolutely brutal and was definitely that that latter type of grind uh like that you know loot too little loot that while that wasn't good like that was a bad thing. The game was fun enough that you still wanted to keep playing it and grind for that loot. Mm-hmm. Like it was fun. It was the game was in- immensely entertaining to play, and you like when you were actually in the thick of it in a strike or any, like you know playing Crucible during when you weren't getting absolutely shotgun run into the ground, yeah. uh, you felt like a badass. Like you're running around throwing fire like Nova bombs and and shooting golden guns. Yep. Throwing up Titan bubbles because why not? Everybody loves a Titan yeah. bubble. Oh, but I thought I loved doing it in Crucible. I thought it was hilarious. It, it felt good to play. And so the grind wasn't so much uh, it, like it was a frustrating grind. Like the loot cave was a thing in multiple situations, like, which oh, yeah. was hilarious. But you didn't mind it. Like, yeah. yeah, it was a pain. And yeah, it took hours of your life. But you were willing to give those hours of your life. I'm not willing to give hours of my life to Destiny 2 any more than I already have. Yeah. At least like I, not
0: right now. No.
1: So do you think though that Destiny 2
0: moving forward, to the changes that they've made, moving forward, do you think it's going to progress well over time or do you think it's just going to keep falling flat?
1: That's that's a difficult question. Like we had Destiny 1 where Destiny 1s like I said when the game first came out Absolute fucking grind But it was fun to play Uh, They Changed so much Like Destiny 1 at the end Of year 3 is a different Beast from Destiny 1 at the Beginning of year 1 yeah, it is I mean, like completely swords, swords changed. We only have well, not even not even like gear. Well, I mean, ta- I'm talking I mean, like just like in general oh, stuff, yeah. like
0: the but way gear drops.
1: Back, you didn't have to go back to the tower. You didn't, didn't you have to go to the, to the tower
0: subclass. You had yeah,
1: like like there was like just everything about it. Quality of life changed and changed for the better. Yeah. Where Destiny Two, I would say, is a game where they took the kind of like. Way quality of life was going in Destiny One, and took that to an illogical extreme. Yeah, and I think they can come back from that, and I think they are capable of coming back from that. Will they? I mean, that's I'm not a I'm not a fortune teller. I don't. So when's the know. next when's the next ex- expansion? I don't think. Like I think the next expansion. I think they were saying like it, season I, two, I, season three. Okay. Uh, they were saying season two starts supposedly in December. Okay. I guess that's what they were saying. Uh, I so if probably, that's... Hopefully they at least just give us one of those like content updates.
0: Yeah, you know, that or was, or that would be nice. Something. Some, we need something with the update. Like, yeah. So, okay. Um, um, but I mean, now so should we, should we finish
1: with the PC version? Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the PC. Let's Actually, before we get to the PC version, uh, uh, let's talk a bit about some of the controversies of destiny Two. Because there has definitely been some, uh, there's been a very silly, in my opinion, uproar in regards to a very specific aspect of Destiny 2. And that is? Uh, Shaders. (laughs) Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about shaders.
0: Okay, so Uh, so, um, I'm going to take the lead on this one, Thomas, because I'm kind of a shader expert. Uh, So (laughs) in Destiny 1, (laughs) whenever we were all, all getting ready to go to a raid or something. Hey, where's Matt at? Yeah, run down. I'm at the shader booth. All right. I'm all about the shaders. Oh yeah. Um I will say this. So now shaders are single use. You kind of have to like build inventories of them. But the advantage is that you can put them on like individual pieces of gear. Mm-hmm. Um I'll say this. I actually don't mind it. I thought I was gonna hate it. I actually kind of I like that we can at least put them on gear now. Um it can, this, this is like individual items weapons yeah, arrows, shit this this is something i actually like because this gives this would give me a reason to play right this is like one of the things we like hey i can grind out shaders so i i have them and stuff like that but or at least you would if most of the fun shaders weren't part of eververse yeah we go yep i'll let you talk about that
1: so the big thing about the shaders is, first off, they're single use. And a lot of people were really angry about that because shaders in Destiny 1 were, a, it was, were an item that you just applied to the entire character. It was essentially like equipping a color to your armor. Right. It only affected your armor. Um, but you had it. And once you had it, you never lost it. Uh, so I can understand why some people are, are upset about the whole single use thing. I personally don't mind it. I definitely found it kind of annoying at times where I'm like, well, I'd like to color all my gear this one color, but I only have one of this shader right now, so I gotta wait. I think the biggest issue is that all of the really fun shaders, all the really neat ones, are locked behind Eververse. And Eververse, for anyone who isn't super familiar with Destiny 1, uh, was their microtransaction stuff. And there were ways, like, later on there were ways to earn them in-game. So, every week, you'd get one for playing a match of crucible or doing a strike uh, or heroic strike that is. Um, And then there were specific events like the Christmas or the holiday event or the the Christmas holiday event, the Halloween event um, and a couple other ones where you could earn them by doing specific like tasks. Uh, Other than that, you had to buy them. But the thing about that is like, there weren't, often shaders in those? I mean, there were, but there weren't a lot. And they were usually themed towards whatever that particular event or box was. And that would be alongside a set of armor sometimes, usually sparrows, a couple ships. It was It was really just entirely aesthetic, and it didn't really matter because you always... like Once you got one of them, you had it. You didn't have to worry about getting more. Destiny 2... With shaders being single-use, and most of them being behind Eververse, which, once again, is their microtransaction system, you can kind of get the picture as to why a bunch of people might not be super pleased. Yeah. Uh, Now, to be fair, the loot boxes are pretty easy to get. You get them every... So once you hit level 20, you stop gaining normal experience. Instead, you start building up to your next Eververse loot box. Uh, And every week, you get three times experience to your first three of those. Uh, So you could theoretically earn a ton of them, like as many as you wanted in that single week period. Uh, That being said, I mean, there's already been kind of a lot more attention, negative attention brought towards loot boxes in general and how they really definitely do kind of prey on people who are weak to gambling um because they are effectively a system of gambling you open that and you get a random set of items from a list of items and it may not be the one you want so you kind of go back to get more and more and so on and so forth uh personally i don't have too much of a problem with them but i can definitely see why people do and i I don't know. I mean, I think I I think I'd be a lot more okay with it if there were a lot more shaders available for doing other things like you get some really cool shaders from the raid. And you got your fancy Iron Banner shaders from Iron Banner and your faction shaders from the faction rally, and that was all well and good. That was doing it right. But in general, when you're not going through one of those events, you're going through Eververse for something interesting. Like, there's no fancy shader for Vanguard. There's no... Well, there is, but you get it through Eververse. There's no... There is a Crucible shader that you can get through Crucible, but if you want to get any of the fancy gun shaders, like Haki, Amalon, any of the gun manufacturers, you gotta go through Eververse. If you want to get any of the really fun colors, like watermelon, which is essentially green with like a, red, a pearlescent red to it. Uh, you gotta go through Eververse. Like, it feels... I mean, they, the way they, one of the, Blizzard, or the Activision execs were talking about it, it's like we want, that they wanted to make uh, shaders something where you could go, hey, look, I, I want to run through the raid because I really like the shader and i like to build a few more of those up. Building up inventory. Thing is, that isn't the case for a lot of them. Yeah. And, and that's kind of, I think, the biggest issue people are having. It's like, there are no way to build up some of these more interesting ones. There's no way to get a hands on them unless you're going through Eververse. And that means either grinding out Eververse XP for your next Eververse loot box or spending the like five bucks to get a bunch of them. Right, for the silver. Yeah. And, and that that definitely leaves a bad taste in my mouth. And but silver has under- been a
0: problem in Destiny like since it's come about because silver should just be this is what I want and I should just be able to buy it.
1: Oh, that's the case for any microtransaction yeah. stuff. So dumb. It's it's that fake currency stuff all over again and that shit's still happening and it really sucks that it's still happening. But it's been such a hit or miss kind of deal for a lot of developer not a lot of developers but a lot of publishers who get that stuff into games that I can understand why it's continued to make an appearance including in Destiny is it like sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't and in the case of silver destiny one they made a pledge that all the silver spent would go back into making free public the free event stuff and they made good on that promise more than a few times. Right. Like we had like the Valentine's Day event which was pretty great. Um they the holiday events like Halloween Christmas got better and better every year Uh the Sparrow Racing League which was easily one of my favorite parts of Destiny 1 mm-hmm. was kind was of bright. built off that silver purchases so like they have a track record of doing good things with it but we don't know how the silver is being spent in Destiny 2 and we yeah. don't know and we know like the loot box system the loot box system system feels a lot more predatory because of the, the shaders being one use only um, and it seems like you're going to get shaders and you're going to get weapon modifications more often than you're going to get things like emotes or you're going to get things like ships yeah. or sparrows and so it kind of makes a feeling of like these are the booby prizes and if you want to get the good stuff you're going to have to pay Yep, which is our so, internet so.
0: it is so, like, All right, let's, uh, let's move on to PC, Destiny on the yes. PC. Yes.
1: So, so
0: I have not played it on PC, um, although uh, I do think my computer could run it out decently. I, but Thomas, probably. who just bought a GTX 1080, uh, should
1: be able to run it pretty damn good. Yes, I can. <laughs> uh, if I had another 8 gigs of RAM, I think I'd be perfect. But uh, Destiny 2 for PC has been optimized to the nines for PC. And it feels really good to play. So the biggest differences between destiny on the consoles and destiny on PC is PC runs at 60 frames a second. It's not locked to 30 like Mm -hmm. the consoles. Um, It lets you play in ultra 4k HD and all the little fancy bells and whistles for controlling. No VR. And I'm pretty happy about that because that would be an absolute Technicolor dream fest. It would be awful. (laughs) you do not want to play Destiny two in VR. Like, not a seizure. It would be, have all of the motion sickness in the world. Yeah. Like that game is really fast paced. And there are plenty of situations where control of your camera is pulled away from you. Uh, so like when you're getting on things, you're zooming in and zooming out really quickly. Or when you're like it, it would not work. Um, that being said, every little like part of customization you'd expect for a PC game, things like field of view or various selections for your graphical settings, they're all there. They're all there. This is this is not this doesn't feel like a port of a console game. This feels like this game they took this game and they're like, okay, how are we gonna make this play on PC the best it possibly can? And it feels great. Like I playing Destiny Two, I, I I have even before I upgraded to the 1080, I played the beta on a 770 GTS. So this was you know several generations old card, not like mid range card too, not top of the line, and the game played butter smooth, and it looked really good. Like it didn't look the best it could, but honestly, it looked. Destiny one easy. Yeah. Like it, it looked good. It played absolutely wonderfully. Like that game was made for it, it felt like it was made for PC. Yeah. Like it was. Everything I wanted in. A PC first person shooter was right there. Uh Like. I think your PC could probably handle it pretty easily. Like I said, it's been super optimized for PC. Yeah. Like they, they went in and made sure that sucker runs with That's very little good. memory issues. Uh, so I've played a little bit of crucible and for the most part, the netcode is pretty, pretty reliable. Like it, it feels like everything is updating properly. You don't feel like there's a lot of cheap hits Right. Uh, There's not a lot of lag, but keep in mind uh, with the way they're doing, and since they're running it on off of ba- the I guess it can't call Battle.net anymore, but yeah, they're running it off of Blizzard's networking services. Yeah, it's your multiplayer. It is Battle.net, <laughs> but uh. Not officially anymore. It's now Blizzard.
0: Yeah, it's
1: (laughs) not not my Blizzard app, okay? I still call it bad (laughs) battle. So do I. But uh that's more of habit than anything else. In any case, uh the reason why I think it's running as smoothly as it does is because Blizzard likes to lock things off by region. So if you're playing in the Americas region, you're not gonna be playing with European players unless they are specifically choosing the American region at the beginning of the game, like before the game starts. Uh, so you're getting a lot. I would say a lot more exclusive access, like uh, uh connections. So you like you're not. I, I'm typically if I play Crucible on PC, I'm not going to be playing with a bunch of like a uh, people from Asia or people from Europe or people from right. S- or South America. Like I'm only going to be playing with people from North America unless I change which region I'm going to be part of, um, and that, that definitely that definitely comes with its its downsides along with the benefits of easier like faster speeds and better connections. You don't have as many people to play with, so like if you're playing late at night and nobody's there to fill the gaps in your fire team, you're going to be waiting a lot longer to get into a strike or waiting a lot oh, longer okay. to get into a crucible yeah. match. Like, uh, last night I was playing uh, pretty late. So it was like two, three in the morning. Uh, and, and you're I on West coast time too. So I'm West coast time. And I jumped in the crucible and I was waiting for a good couple minutes before I even got any guardians matched to me. Wow. And I just, It's just one of those things where it's like Because you have a smaller pool of players You're able to play from uh, If there's nobody on You're not going to then get connected To people further out from you You're just going to be waiting for somebody else to show up So
0: Yeah, well that's disappointing Yeah, but but, I mean when you are connected Everything's wonderful You're going to say that the PC version's the way you should play
1: Yeah no, most definitely. Like, like I do like, I mean, I played it on, on PS4, played the first four weeks of it, and played through all the little bonus content, and I'm done there. Playing on the PC kind of revitalized my interest in playing Destiny 2. Because yeah. it just, it runs quick, smooth, and it's fun to play, it feels really natural. That being said, like, as we said earlier, Destiny is a game that is incredibly fun to play, but is not great to play. Right. Like, playing the game feels wonderful. The game is not fun to play. Do you think so, I would
0: enjoy it more playing on PC, even if I was still
1: using a PS4 controller? No. Okay. Reason being is... Get well, that's that's kind of the thing. If you're playing a first-person shooter with a controller... There are some people that can play really, really well with controllers, but for the most part, you're going to be losing out on speed and accuracy. Right, every second. Okay. I'm, I'm just, I'm just
0: saying, is the 60 frames a second and the like better visuals and graphics? Like, if so, if I was just playing as like strictly a PVE character, because I don't. Or, oh, then don't you're fine. Wanna...
1: Whatever. Then, then it's whatever. Like, yeah.
0: But do you think? Do you think it would be worth? It's that the the better graphics and the. The addition of 30 FPS is worth Is worth buying it again for PC
1: Buying it again is If you're a fan of Destiny I would say buy it If you are If you're coming into the game For the first time and you have a decent PC Or a modern PC Buy it on the PC If you're a casual player And you enjoy playing on the PS4 And you have a nice PC and you're considering it I would hold off until there's more content And then once you if you have the expansion pack, wait for the two expansions to come out. And if you don't, then wait for the first expansion come out, and then make your decision. Okay. like if you're if you're on the fence, wait for the expansion content to come out, see what changes happen, see if the game is worth getting back into once you hit that period of that, that lull period. I mean, it's definitely there. I mean, the only reason to go back to play for me would be to play Crucible. Yeah. Um, and while Crucible's fun Like I, I have my own problems with it In general As we've discussed earlier That make me kind of wary uh, About playing Crucible But uh, that, like, All that stuff aside If you love Destiny If you enjoy the hell out of Destiny And you have a PC that can run it You're doing yourself a disservice by play, not playing it on the PC uh, Okay I guess I'm going to have to check it out On the PC then but uh, yeah, like like I said though, if you're on the fence, wait for the first expansion. Okay.
0: All right. Well, uh, let's wrap this up, Thomas. What are what's your what's your your final thoughts here on Destiny Two so far?
1: My final thought thoughts are I'm really happy with a lot of the gameplay changes. Like that game feels like they took what was great about Destiny One, and they were just like, "What can we do to make this better?" And then they did it. And that's the only thing good I, I can really say about it. And it really disappoints me that that's the case. Yeah. Like the game is amazingly fun when you're actually playing the game and you're, you're running around, you're shooting, and you're you're doing all the cool stuff that Destiny lets you do. But then there's no reason to continue doing that stuff, and that is really just sad. I think, honestly, I think if you are n- on the fence about getting Destiny two. Wait, wait for expansion one. Wait for expansion two. See what those add, what they change. Because it, Bungie, like, it, like we said earlier, I mean, Destiny one changed dramatically totally across different. three years. Yeah,
0: I mean, Bungie's I good like,
1: about I, listening to its
0: player base. I mean, I feel like the difference of like people who came into Destiny. Um, so I came in House of Wolves, and the difference between House of Wolves and Taken King were like night and day.
1: Oh, yeah, totally. So, I mean, and that Bungie is really good about listening to their players, and so I have a feeling we're gonna see a lot of changes based on their on player feedback within the next six months. Yep, but the game is going to be around for a while. Destiny One was, Destiny Two will be around for a while as well, probably three years. Probably about three years, most likely. And the, their seasonal content, it sounds like a, it's a pledge to kind of update content as time goes on. So there will always be new stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't expect it's, Destiny 3
0: to be coming out until the PS5 is coming
1: out. <laughs> Either way, Destiny 2 is going to be around a while, so it does not hurt to wait. Yep. And if you are on the fence, wait. If you're a fan of Destiny 2, have a PC that can run it it for pc just expect to have the destiny one problem of once you hit the end of the content there's not a lot of reason to play um hopefully that changes i'd love to see it change because i really like destiny one and i really like where they were going with destiny two uh that being said stories weak not a lot of content hopefully there's more yep uh here's my th- here's my
0: closing thoughts i loved Destiny 1. Um, The amount of hours I put into that game were great, and it was a great ride almost the entire way throughout, and then towards the end I think I just kind of fell off a little bit because I'd been playing it for like, you know, two years straight. Um, (laughs) I do do not love Destiny 2 yet. Um, It's good, but not great. Like, you want to love it, but there's I do too many issues with it. Yeah, I do. It's kind of like when you're dating someone and then you break up and then you start dating somebody else and you're like, oh, okay, I kind of like this. I like this about you, but I, you know, I don't like that about you. Maybe I should go back to the other girl. It's kind of like that. Um, so yeah, I, I, the, the story again it's good it's not great it's presented better hopefully uh that's the path we continue to go down um like you know there's better set pieces in this in strikes and in the missions which were cool in, of the story yep. um hopefully we get more cutscenes let's you know bring back let's tell us
1: what the hell's going on with the traveler and make it like seem cool yeah, and right. interesting. Um, it, you, you did all this wonderful stuff with the traveler in this one, you made it a central point, but we still have no fucking clue what that? the what hell what it's relevant relevant is beyond. It was really cool yeah. and it made guardians. Yep. Um,
0: the, uh, crucible again, it's kind of a wait and see really there. I like the, some of the things I'm like, I like that better. Some of the things I don't like that better um again yeah. it's you know four yeah. four people sometimes i think it's cooler sometimes i don't uh i do like that it's much more about guns as opposed to abilities um i do actually like the uh, the the biggest thing the thing i like the most about this game i would say is probably the how they did the weapon types um primary oh yeah Yeah, but essentially you can have two primaries is the way i view it i know there's like kinetic and energy but whatever to me, it's like yeah. I can run two auto-rifles and I can run two different types of auto-rifles or two different types of handguns or whatever, which is cool. Um, and then power weapons is like, okay, I can use a rocket launcher, I can use a shotgun, whatever. That's, to me, in terms of gameplay, that's the best thing they did. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of like we're saying, co- content-wise, kind of a downer. And the problem is that content and loot are... Like the driving force of the game And so <laughs> When that's kind of down It kind of brings the whole experience down Yep So right now I would give Destiny 2 I've had to give it a score I'd say like a
1: 7 7.5 Yeah I mean it's it's a, it's a competent game Yeah. It just It has an issue of Kind of it balancing it doesn't know what it wants to be. Oh, it knows exactly what it wants to be. It has no idea how to get there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is it is great. lost in the woods. Yeah. So but knowing okay. like knowing knowing, knowing Bungie, they will be able to get it there. It'll take some time.
0: Yeah, I mean Halo One, amazing. Halo two, I thought the story was good. I did not like what they did with multiplayer. And then Halo Three was amazing. <laughs> we had to get through Halo two to get Halo three. Exactly. So, so Destiny three, folks, gonna be a winner. Yeah. Just you wait. <laughs> so <laughs> all right. Well, um, that is our show for this week. As always, thanks for listening.